0: The Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, In those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds, with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, For you do not know when the master of the house will come in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn. Or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: I wonder if you're all getting a little tired of all these end times sort of passages We've had a whole bunch of parables in Matthew about the bridegroom coming and being awake and being ready and Then even today as we step into a new year and as we step out of Matthew's gospel so to speak at least in our readings and more into Mark's gospel which will be more of our focus for this year with a bunch of john sprinkled in once again here we are we're towards the end of mark just like we were at the end or towards the end of matthew and we're swept up once again in talk about end times and even a short parable another parable now about watching for the signs like we watch a fig tree for the changing of the seasons probably not we watch a fig tree anybody have figs i don't do they grow here? All right, yeah, of course you do. Right, Barb? Barb the master gardener back there has figs. Yes. So um, I don't know when their leaves come out, but we could be watching the maples maybe or something like that. Seems far away in this season perhaps. But can't we just, can't we just pass out hot cocoa and watch a Charlie Brown Christmas and just do a little bit more of that as we start out Advent? Well, as Christians... As we begin the new year of the church and this Advent season, we are waiting, we are anticipating the coming of Christ. And that coming of Christ isn't just a singular thing, It, it really comes at us in three different ways. In one sense, it isn't so much of an anticipation, but it's more of a remembering as we look back on what God did in Christ coming to us, look back on that glorious day with the angels in heaven and the shepherds and all of it, we look back not just with sentimentality, but we look back to see that God, yes, does indeed break into the world in surprising ways. And in remembering, we are being struck by God's word and specifically God's word made flesh once again. The familiar story coming to us kind of fresh and new once again. And as we remember, we are also looking to God's Spirit in Advent and in Christmas 2023 to open our hearts as if we were a congregation of cradles ready to receive the Christ child once again, anew, today, right now. And then we are also looking in this third way forward to the day when Christ will come again in glory like the vision that is set before us in Mark's Gospel for today. But what do these words of Jesus do to us? And what do they do for us today? I mean, what's your reaction to them? Does it raise your level of intensity like a lightning strike? Or a song like this? Ah, don't you just love Christmas music this time of year? (laughs) Yeah. A little system of a down to wake us up on this Advent season, right? Is that what it's like? Oh, here we go, right? Not the most Christmassy song, but the moon darkens, stars falling, heavens shaken. And some Christians walk around like this, convinced the day is near, trying to kind of read the tea leaves of suffering or events in the world heaven bent on converting the heathen, energy, desperation, sometimes even threat. I remember being at POU when, a, when a, a group was there on a retreat, and I was working campus safety, so I was around the campus quite a lot, and they would come up to people and just kind of get a finger in their face like, hey, have you, when were you saved, and da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. I mean, I gotta admire their fervor, right? But it was kind of like, whoa, wait a second. I thought about it later. I said, When was I saved? About two thousand years ago, actually. Even before I knew it. A lot of us though kind of go the other way, perhaps, like this smiley face and the song that
0: Wake me, up me like Wake me up before you go.
1: do leave me hanging on like Wake me up before you go. I don't want to miss it when you hit that high Sorry, I had to get a little nod to my generation right? Go Gen X. Right, yeah, exactly. Thank you. First amen I've gotten this year. It's woo, yeah, for wham. All right, that was wham. Now, that kind of gets me in this sort of, ah, I have Jesus. I can just sort of float, sort of gloss over the cares and worries of life with a kind of spiritual privilege. There's probably other privilege that goes along with that, but this sort of spiritual privilege. We just want to stay kind of, you know, Above it all, just floating along. I'm not going to worry about that stuff. Is that what we're getting ready for? Or maybe we just want to stay in our turkey coma for now, kind of hitting the snooze button like this. I promise it's the last one. So wake me up. the snooze button let's be just just kind of inattentive and apathetic to the whole thing it's 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 something that was written a long time ago it's not really for us it's been so long you know kind of a thing yeah it's just wake me up when it's all over when i'm wiser when i'm older says that song i promise that's the last one kind of i have enough to think about you know it, And really, what's the point of this part of Advent, this preparation for Christ's return anyway? It isn't really relevant. Well, perhaps all of that is fair. We may not know where we're supposed to land today, because it seems like even Jesus can't make up his mind. Is he returning before this generation passes away? Or does he not even know the time nor the hour? Commentator Mark Allen Powell says that in this chapter from Mark, in this chapter 13, Mark seems to be holding kind of two things as far as Jesus' eschatology. It's coming, and it's coming soon, and we don't really know when it's coming. He says, we need to live as though the end is at hand, and we need to dig in for the long haul, because the eschatological timetable is known only to God. Well, what song shall we sing in this Advent? Well, perhaps, just maybe, that isn't the point. Perhaps in the songs of Advent, we are less the singer and more the listener, at least initially. I remember a mentor of mine, Ron Vignac, who is kind of an iconic pastor. Uh, He died uh, fairly soon after he had retired from the ministry, but he pastored the community of East Tacoma, and of all the things I remember about him, it is his business card actually that stands out to me. I remember being surprised by it because on it was his name and his contact info, and then these words Pay attention. Of all the Bible verses or quotes from Luther or other faith filled saints of the past, Ron just had those two words Pay attention. But they were important to him, and they were a kind of mission statement for his life or of his life, and he thought it was important to share that with others as well. He was pastoring in what was at the time and may still be the most diverse community in all of the state of Washington. And every teacher in that community knew Ron. Every religious leader, Christian and otherwise, knew Ron. When Pierce County Libraries was going to close their East Tacoma branch because it wasn't getting used enough, Ron stepped in and noticing, yes, indeed, the library was kind of empty. But it was empty because it wasn't paying attention to its community. So he worked with them to understand this community he loved, to help them understand it, to help them pay attention. And when I left Tacoma and came here in this new call, That library was a thriving place for immigrants to receive assistance in citizenship. It was a place where people could come and learn English as a second language. It was a place where people could access literature from a number, a multitude of cultures and languages. And that was one small example of Ron listening, of Ron paying attention to the song God was singing in his community. Okay, so are we supposed to go out and save a library to get ready for Jesus? Is that what I'm trying to say? Probably not. Then what are we to do? Well, perhaps we might begin by listening as Ron did. That mission that he had of paying attention and working in his community didn't come because he was trying to hurry up, Jesus coming back. It didn't come because he was afraid he wouldn't be ready when Jesus came back. It came out of of hearing the song God was singing to him, to his family, to his community. And so perhaps we might begin by listening, listening once again to the song God is singing to us through the Word, leaning into prayer and the study of Scripture, worshiping with one another throughout this season, looking for where Christ is found then in our neighbor, in the needs of our community and the world, And one of the hardest things, and sometimes Thanksgiving is a reminder of this, with the people who are closest to us in our own families and extended families. To be listening, to be listening with wonder, to be listening, understanding the hope that that God has given us in the Christ Jesus who came to us in that first Christmas. To the hope that God continues to bring to us as Christ continues to be present to us in the Word and in the Supper and in the hope that Christ will come again to make all things new. We hold this hope today. We hold this hope as we listen to the song of God and as we sing it loud and clear. Blessings on this new year and this Advent season. Amen.